YouTube Live. Welcome, we are so glad that you are here. We want to invite you um, to, to say hi in that chat, uh, to, to really get involved as much as you can. I know that we all want to be together, um, but we're still going to worship the Lord where we are. So please take a minute, say hi in the chat, and also, while you're in the chat, there's going to be a link to the lyrics for this morning. So the link to the lyrics will be on in that chat. Click on that. Stand on up wherever you are. And let's sing and praise God together.
Claim on. 
Father in heaven, we thank you for just who you are, your steadfast love, your covenantal love, your goodness that is beyond words. Father, we pray along with the psalm writer this morning that we would make a joyful noise to you, that the whole earth would make a joyful noise to you, that we would enter into your courts with thanksgiving, enter into your gates with thanksgiving, and into your courts with praise. Father, we love you. Remind us again this morning of your faithfulness. Remind us again this morning of your gospel that saves us and sets us free. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Is that through a virgin, 
God will become a man, a son will be born, his name is Emmanuel, which means God with us. For weary people, that, that promise was something they, they clung to, and I believe it's a promise that we too should be clinging to. 2020 has been a very difficult year for, for most people, and we're weary, we're tired, we're exhausted, we're, we're struggling. And yet we can be reminded uh, that we have hope that God is right here with us. He'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us. He's walking alongside of us. And he's, he's walked in our shoes as a human. He knows the struggles that we go through. And so find encouragement in that uh, this morning. Find hope in that. So here's what I want to do. I just want to pray and uh, just kick off our Advent season uh, by, by just praying and giving it to the Lord. And so uh, as Calvin continues to pray, I, I play. I'm just going to give you a minute to, to pray to yourself here. And just, I, I don't know how you, you've entered this time. You flipped open the screen, turned on the television, you're looking at your phone. So maybe it feels a little less spiritual than like us being in a building, but I, it's sacred. I, I promise you that it's sacred and the Lord is with you. And so would you just, just take a minute, close your eyes right now and just pray to God. God, speak to my heart in this time and encourage me through the Advent season. You pray. and some people hanging out with friends or family and, and others uh, wishing that they, they could uh, but can't right now, can't travel, can't get to them. And God, we know that uh, we, we all need hope. For our nation, for our world, this is, this is a dark season. But God, thank you that the light has come. God is with us. So help us to find hope, living hope, in the person and work of Jesus. God, I, I just commission, commit this Advent season to you. I pray that it would be so encouraging, so powerful for all of us. We need to hear from you. We need to walk with you closely. Thank you that you're with us. And then God, as we today open up your word, I pray that you'd speak to our hearts in a point of way. And help us just to start this holiday season into a trajectory that would, would honor you to meet us here in this time. Wherever we're at, car, parked, looking at our phone, in our living room with family, by yourself, in the break room, wherever they're at, God, I pray that you meet them. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I am excited to, to welcome us into the holiday season. I've been fighting hard, hard, hard against the colors red and green uh, during most of the month of November. I like my browns and oranges and yellows. In fact, my son uh, the other day says to me, hey, Dad, as a, as a kid in the 80s, everything was just brown and blah, right? <laughs> and so, uh, I guess so. I don't know if he got that from the television shows that, that flash back to the 80s, but uh, I guess it was brown and blah. I, I like my brown and blah very much. Uh, but it's, it's Christmas time, so let's bust out the gold and the green and the, and the red and, and just have ourselves uh, a great, great Christmas season. Uh, for my family, today's the day uh, that we look forward to for a long time. This afternoon, after we wrap up here, uh, we're going to go get a Christmas tree. We're going to uh, get some hot chocolate. We're going to blast the Christmas music and uh, decorate our house. And it's just always a, a ton of fun as we just 
inaugurate, kick off the Christmas season together. But I know uh, I've been giving people a really hard time about setting up their Christmas decorations early, but I totally get it. I really do uh, get it. It's been a tough season for, for so many people, and so we're doing things to try to bring joy early and to get some brightness and some hope and some light. And so I totally get it. Uh, hey, my, my sermon title for today is Make the Most of the Season to make the most of the season. I had another title, but sometimes I'll, I'll run things by my wife before I bring them to, uh, to preach to you and uh, check if it was you know, funny or cheesy or what. And, uh, so my other title was Squeezing the Season. And my wife officially said, nope, you're not gonna use that one. And here I am telling you anyhow. My idea was COVID is, is like a lot of lemons, right? And what do you do with lemons? When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. She said, no, you're not using that one. So, Make the most of the season is the sermon title for today. Hey, COVID has dealt us some lemons. It's been really tough. And uh, some of the usual holiday activities that we uh, engage in are not happening. However, we can make the most of the season. And the Bible talks often about times and, and seasons. Uh, Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 says, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, to redeem us. That is that, that God becomes a man. He sends forth his son. Christmas, the, the perfect time, the perfect time in history. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 and 16 says, Look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. And so the encouragement here is that we are to be careful not to be unwise, letting time just slip through our fingers, because that would be evil. That, that, that as we've often felt, uh, time just kind of, kind of, flies by, and uh, that's a tool of the enemy, just to get us to waste our days. Instead, God wants us to leverage our time, to make the, the best use of our time to exercise wisdom in doing so. And so the passage I want to look at uh, this morning for just a few moments is Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. So if you want to flip on over there with your, your Bible, you can do that, or you can open up another window on your screen and go to uh, www.bible.com and uh, just type in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. This is not an explicitly Christmas passage. There's no angels or wise men or, or shepherds or a manger or baby Jesus. Uh, we will get there in the upcoming weeks. But this is an encouragement for all of us to understand the season that we're in, whatever season that is, to understand the season that we're in and live fully in that season. So Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we're going to look at the first 11 verses, uh, that's where we're going to land. So let's, let's, let's go ahead and read it. It says this. It says, For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under, the, under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up, a time to weep, and a time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones, and a time to, to gather stones, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to tear, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. So we're reminded here that there are a variety of seasons 
in life. There are seasons where we're going to embrace each other. There's a season like this season right now where we can't touch each other. we got to stay far away from each other. And I'm sure you can think back through the various seasons of your own life. There's the college years. There's the years of, of really building your career. There's maybe a season for you of a health battle or a season for mourning when you lost someone uh, that was close to you or a season of celebration. As parents, there's the newborn season, there's the, the teenage years, uh, there's a season maybe when your family was thriving, and there was a season when your family was just kind of butting heads. And then within our own annual calendar, there are a variety of seasons. There's uh, maybe your work has the, the busy season. You know, this is the season that things get crazy at work. There's uh, summertime and the vacation season. And of course, right now we have the holiday season. And what Solomon will do here is he's going to give us 14 pairs of opposites, juxtaposing them to help us to see that life has a variety of seasons. And, and, and first, that we should understand the season that we are presently in, and then two, that we would live fully and appropriately in that season that we are presently in. Some of the examples he gives, he says there's a time to kill and there's a time to heal. Uh, so killing someone is generally considered evil and a crime. However, maybe in a time of war, war uh, killing someone or, or defending your, your country uh, or defending an oppressed person could be considered honorable. Another example is uh, there is a time to, to break down and there is a time to build up. There's a time to cast away stones and there's a time to, to gather stones together. And so construction or creating or, or building things is usually good. However, there is a time, there are seasons where it's appropriate to deconstruct or to do a little bit of demo, which is which is also equally as good. Uh, maybe you've had to uh, deconstruct a relationship in your life that was unsafe, or maybe just construction project. You had to deconstruct something first to build something up more beautiful. Understand the season and live fully and live appropriately in that season. Another example, there's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to dance. Maybe you've known someone in the past who has suffered some kind of loss and and they're just not grieving in a healthy kind of way. Maybe they're making jokes at the funeral or they're just constantly lighthearted all the time and it just doesn't seem like they've allowed themselves to enter into the loss and the grief and mourn a little bit. Maybe you've seen that before, but we must understand the season and live fully, live appropriately in that season. That is to, to assess this moment in life honestly and respond accordingly and be really fully present in that, knowing that, verse 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. So there are seasons in life and they can be cyclical and there's, there's a balance, but know that God is working all things together for good and it will be beautiful in its time. So we must understand the season, We've got to live fully, be present and live it to the fullest in that season and live appropriate to that season with emotion, allow yourself to feel, but also with faith and with trust that God is good and have hope in the Lord, in, in all of it. So the season that we find ourselves in right now, I've been calling a COVID Christmas. We're, we're coming upon a COVID Christmas, and so it's going to look a little bit differently, right? It's, it's the COVID season. It's been a hard one. Uh, maybe you've experienced some minor challenges, and many of us have experienced some, some very major challenges, and 
and, and we're all experiencing something through this. But, but now Christmas is here. So COVID uh, converges with the Christmas season. And it's an opportunity, I believe, for us as God's people to leverage the season, to point people to the ultimate hope, the, the living hope, the light of the world that has, has come for us, Jesus, and, and to point them to the other candles, to peace and to joy and to, to love. And to point our own hearts there as well, because I know we need to know the hope and the peace and the joy and the love, all the different Advent themes that come ultimately in the light of the world of Jesus. And so here's what I want to do. What I want to do is I want to give you just a few thoughts that I've compiled over the years to help us to make the most of the season, to help us to, to understand this uniqueness of the, the uniqueness of this particular Christmas season. And uh, we really do need this to be different from the rest of 2020, even if we're still in the middle of a pandemic. And so what I want to think about is how to make the most of the season for just a few more minutes here. So how, how are we going to make the most of the season? Here, here's the first thing you, you want to do. First thing is you want to make a plan. You want to make a plan. Make a plan for the holidays to make sure that your people are loved, that memories are, are made, and that Christ is exalted above all. If you remember again back to Ephesians chapter 5, 15, uh, if you're not careful how you walk. Your days are just going to slip through your, your, your fingers and you're going to get to the other side of the season and you may have wasted the season. And so think specifically, intentionally through how am I going to spend this holiday season? And hopefully really for the next few minutes together, as we think through some of these ways to, to, to make a plan for the season and to make the most of the season, that'll, that'll help you to really think, how am I going to spend this holiday season? So, so first one, just make a plan. Here, here's the second thing. Set the tone. Set the tone. Ambiance helps. I don't know if you're a fan of ambiance or if you care or pay attention at all, but it really does help to decorate your home, to decorate your office, or maybe you're that weirdo who decorates their car and hangs the antlers out the top and, and puts the, uh, the red nose on the grill there. But uh, build, build your playlist, light some candles, sounds and smells help. In the, in the Bible, the people of Israel did all kinds of unique things and actions to set moments and seasons apart. Candles, incense, oil, special holidays. And, and, and I think that's important. And that's a, that's a good thing for us to do is to, to really kind of set the tone. Jesus himself was often aware of the tone that he wanted to set. You think about uh, that quiet and secluded place, Bethsaida, where Jesus brought his disciples at. They're coming off of their very first independent trip uh, apart from Jesus. He sends them out in groups of two, and then they come back together, and he goes to a quiet, secluded place. He sets the tone so that they could debrief and to pray and to celebrate all that God has done. And let me say this. As you decorate and you get ready and you set the ambiance and, and the environment for your home, your family, uh, like we're going to do this afternoon. Let me just encourage you with this. Nobody's coming over. Nobody's coming over to see it, so don't stress yourself out about it. Don't pressure yourself. If you're, if you're you know, going to, to storage and you're pulling all the decorations out and it makes you really happy, then do it. But if you're going to pull all the decorations out and it stresses you out a little bit, don't do it. Just light a candle, throw a wreath, a wreath on the, uh, the door or something like that. So set the tone. Here's, here's the next one. Uh, give generously. Give generously in the season. I, I just want you to ensure that you are sacrificially giving generously during the holidays. Christmas is about the coming of God, that God would come so that he ultimately could lay down his life and give the ultimate gift that is himself to us. And so under his example, we as God's people give generously. And so start to ask yourself, what are some of the opportunities in front of me right now that I can give of my first fruits and give generously? We have Black Friday or Black Friday week or month because of COVID. You have Cyber Monday coming up here, and then you have giving 
Tuesday. So maybe you need to ask, is there a family that I can, can bless in this season? Is there a child that I can sponsor in this season or do Christmas for? Uh, parents, ask yourself, how can we get our, our kids involved in this? I think about uh, mine and my wife's best Christmas gifts to each other. Uh, was one of our very first Christmases, and what we actually decided to do is not to do an actual gift that each of us would unwrap for each other. Instead, we said, we're going to provide a Christmas for this one particular child that God had put in our life who we knew wasn't going to get anything for Christmas. And we were broke, uh, but we said, you know what, let's just go big in faith and trust God with this. And we went big for, for my boy Brandon. And uh, I don't remember any of the shirts my wife has ever given me for Christmas. Seriously, don't, don't remember a single one of them. But I do remember that Echo Unlimited jersey that we got for Brandon and the smile on his face, right? Maybe there's, there's a missionary that you can get behind and support uh, in this season. Hey, we have a few in our church that I'd encourage you to consider getting behind. We have uh, Sarah Malloy uh, as a, a campus minister uh, with Crew. We have uh, Andrew and Marie Nielsen also in campus ministry with a lot of our, our western suburbs colleges who are part of uh, Charles River Church. We have Antoine Brewster who's going to be planting a church in Dorchester. And so maybe you want to get behind one of those uh, folks and uh, help them, support them in this season and give them uh, a gift to, to help their ministry continue on. And so if you're interested in that, let us know and uh, we'll get you connected with them. Uh, we also have our annual Christmas offering as a church that kicks off today, actually. And there are two things that we're going to be giving to this year. First of all, we're going to be giving to help continue and, and grow the renovations that we plan to do uh, to this building. God has gifted this to us, and we want to get it to a place where we can welcome, invite our, our family, friends, and neighbors in once we get on the other side of this pandemic. And so we're going to be able to do uh, a lot to this space. And, and your giving to the Christmas offering is going to go uh, to continue to help us get there. The other thing we're going to do uh, with our Christmas offering is we're, we're looking to bless some small businesses uh, in this area. As you know, small businesses uh, have taken a massive hit, massive hit. Many of them have closed down, and uh, so we're going to look to, to bless some small businesses in our neighborhood right here. And so if you want to give to the Christmas offering, just go to that link uh, on the, uh, the page there in front of you, or we're going to drop a link in in just a little bit, and you can click that and choose the drop down uh, Christmas offering and uh, give to that. So thank you in advance uh, for that. But uh, we're, we're excited to, uh, to give generously in this season. Here's the next way that you can make the most of the season is you can carve out time. We have, we've got to carve out time for special events and for experiences where you can build traditions that will be fun, but also point people and yourself to, to Jesus. So make sure that you, you're checking your calendar and, and making sure that it's a little more open than it typically would be. Block out some time in your calendar for some holiday-specific experiences and, and make time and slow down if at all possible with work and, and pause in some of the usual activities. We've, we've, we pause our connection groups in this season to give you time for specific things for, for the holidays. And so uh, get online, search out different opportunities that you have in front of you that you can participate in. Uh, some can be just for fun. Don't, don't feel like you have to spiritualize everything because it's the holiday season. Just have some fun. Is your calendar arranged for December? Now, with regards to church, I'll go ahead and announce that our, our leaders have decided uh, that church is now going to remain online uh, for the remainder of 2020 in light of uh, COVID really ramping up again. And we do have some light at the end of the tunnel with uh, vaccines coming here, hopefully really soon. And so we just felt like the Lord was telling us to do is just you know, stay the course, church. 
finish strong. And so we're not going to be back in this person uh, any longer for the rest of this year. Uh, but we are going to continue online like this. But I think it gives us a, a great opportunity to invite family and friends to join us online. But make sure that church is on the calendar every Sunday, 11 a.m. CharlesRiver.online.Church. And next Sunday, we're going to be kicking off a, a brand new uh, Christmas sermon series that we're calling Prepare Him Room. Very excited about where God's taking us with this. And we just want you to uh, to make sure you're going to be here. The, the, the online gatherings are not going to look so much like this any longer. They're going to look more like the spring and the summer. And so uh, this is something you can be confident to invite your family and friends to be a part of. And we know that many people are looking for something to do uh, that's holiday-specific as their options are now limited. And so invite them to join you uh, online. But carve out time. Carve out time. Here's the next one. And that is, this is so important. I'm preaching to myself here. Refuse to be stressed. Refuse to be stressed. Don't let this season steal the joy that Jesus wants you to have in this season. Don't let this season cause you to be unpleasant. Identify what it is that gets you worked up in the holiday seasons. Determine what it is. Maybe you need to eliminate that thing. Maybe it's finances and you need to figure some things out. Eliminate whatever it is that causes you to get worked up. Or just maybe you just need to entrust it to the, to the Lord. You've been kind of trying to do it all yourself. Entrust it to the Lord. Or maybe you just need to find some tools to help you to manage those things better. But make sure that in this season, you are not letting yourself get stressed and worked up. Refuse to be stressed. Don't let your joy be stolen. Next one is, is make memories. Oh man, make, make memories in this season. This is so, so important that we are, are making memories and not just giving gifts. A lot of us are really good at giving gifts and we're in front of a computer and we're buying just the right gift and we're doing all the research. But you know what? Make sure that you're making memories for your, your children, if you're a parent. Uh, for, 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 for the next 10 years, you're going to look back and, and they're not going to really remember the specifics of the stuff that you gave them. They're going to remember the experiences that you shared together. So what are some experiences that you can create, some memories that you can have in this season? I was thinking about a few ideas that I, I could give you. Uh, have your kids put some, some uh, pajamas on and, and drive to Dunkin' Donuts, get some coffee or some, some hot chocolate, and uh, blast the Christmas tunes, and just drive around the area and check out Christmas lights and make some memories in that way. Uh, maybe you can uh, order, if your parent eats your kids, some Christmas lights. Or maybe you and your roommate grab some, some Christmas lights have a room decorating contest or maybe you just want to snuggle with the one that you love on a couch and watch a good Christmas movie and, and then rewatch it every single year together because tradition and repetition is very comforting and, and provides stability for children but then also spontaneity is really fun and, and, and really will lock the memory in and so connect with a friend and, and call them up and say hey I know it's last minute but let's let's get our coats on and I'm coming over with coffee or a some kind of Christmas latte and we're going to go on a walk together and just catch up a little bit. Or maybe uh, you want to just throw your kids in the car and, uh, and just last second, hey, we're going and we're going to get some donuts. Or we're going to go uh, drive by uh, this one house that I found that has some amazing Christmas lights. Or maybe we're just last minute, we're just going to make some Christmas cards uh, for other people. If you have some ideas, in fact, I encourage you right now, just go to the chat and, and drop some of those ideas in through the rest of our, our time together so that we can swap and share and be resources for each other. But make memories, don't just give gifts. A few more for you. Schedule Christmas dates. Make sure you have some Christmas dates on the calendar with the people that need you most. You know there are people that, that you're the only dad to them. You're the only mom to them. You're their only spouse, hopefully. And so make sure that you schedule dates for the people who need you 
most. Maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's a daughter, maybe it's a son, maybe it's a parent, or maybe it's a, an aging grandparent. I'll, I'll never forget my grandma. When I was, a, I was a freshman in high school, my grandma scheduled a date for her and I, and uh, we went to see Charlie Brown Christmas live uh, production, Broadway style. She said, you know, Joshua, what you can do is you can tell all your friends that you went on a date with a senior as a freshman. And so uh, we just had a, a really good Christmas date. And so get your calendar out. Make sure you got at least one good date with your daughter, dads, or, or with your, your son, or with your, uh, your spouse. Make sure you do that. And then utilize seasonal resources. Next one is utilize seasonal resources. There are so many Christmas-specific resources that are so good and so helpful to point us to Jesus. There are books and there are devotionals and there are websites and there are movies and, and, and Pastor Kevin's put together a great playlist for you. In fact, we've created a link tree and we're going to drop that in uh, in the chat here in just a moment for you. But click that link tree and it's got all kinds of different resources that we've compiled. We're going to try to compile some more resources there. So don't just check it once but go back to it and uh, use that with just different resources to help you get your eyes focused on Jesus. Take advantage of all those different resources and share them with your people uh, in this specific season. Utilize of seasonal resources and, and there's some stuff to help you as a parent if you're a parent uh, with your kids help you personally just grow in your faith take advantage of those things here's another one this is really important for all of us take a break this christmas season you can make the most of it by just taking a break nobody's going to blame you nobody's going to fault you there's, there's no shame in taking a break jesus came to restore us with peace with god peace with man and, and peace within our own hearts and so take some time off do whatever it is that refreshes you. For me, what refreshes me is, especially in the Christmas time, is when it gets dark outside to go on a run. Take a long run and just weave around and go looking for Christmas lights on my feet. For some of you, said that is not going to refresh me at all. So maybe for you, uh, what's refreshing is just to sit on the sofa, kick up, and, and watch a good football game. Take a nap. Uh, some of you, maybe it's, hey, I just want to watch a good Christmas Hallmark movie and, and shed a few tears. Whatever it is that's going to refresh you, you do that. You just take a break. Sabbath is a beautiful thing. It's a gift from the Lord. It's us taking our feet off the ground and saying, God, I'm going to stop running, and I'm just going to rest in you and the fact that you're in control. Take a break. And then here's, here's the last one, and most important above all of them, and that is keep your eyes on Jesus. As you understand this season and as you live fully in this season, the number one thing that this season is designed for us to do is to get us to look at Jesus, to celebrate Christ, who is the root of Christmas. There are going to be a million different things that are vying for your attention. Make sure that Jesus gets the first of your attention and make sure that he gets the best of your attention. So you know when you're at your best. You know when your mind is the sharpest. You know when you can really focus in and, and hear from the Lord. Make sure you give God first. Make sure you give God your best. There are so many things right now that you can be checking on social media in this season. Your kids are looking cute. If you're a parent in their Christmas outfit, you're looking good on your, your Christmas date and you're all dressed up and, and you want to take a photo of yourself or your kids and you want to post it and you want to go back and check and, and see how many people have liked it and what people are saying about how cute your, your family is. But let's, in this season, let's be cautious to not just ramp up social media, which that's the temptation. But to put the phone aside, put the phone as I have to do in another room all together so I can just be fully present with God because God is eager, waiting right now to be fully present with you. Take this season to adore Him, to get your eyes on Him. In just a moment, we're going to sing the song, uh, O Come, Let Us Adore Him. And that's our heart for all of us this season is 
to, to prepare room so that we can meet with Jesus and we can just get our eyes on him and adore him. And as we adore him and look to him, our hearts will be deeply encouraged. That's the heart of this season. So make the most of this season. Some things are lighthearted. Some things are more serious. Some things are just simply fun and making memories. Some things are really specific to helping you to, to get your eyes on Jesus. But in all of it, I think the Lord's heart is pleased. Be generous. Be thoughtful. Be looking out for each other. Find, find ways to, to, to just be with the people that you love. Point them to Jesus. And let your heart be pointed to Jesus. And let's adore him in this season. Let's, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, I just I commit to you right now, my friends who are, who are watching, tuning in with us right now. God, some of them are, are right now just completely aware of all the distractions that are pulling for their attention in this holiday season. God, I pray that they would just, just be able to get the clutter pushed to the side and do the things that are important season. God, would you clear the distractions and help us to hear from you? God, would you challenge our hearts for the things that we need to deal with and to address? Would you give us a holy creativity as we think about ways to make this season meaningful for the ones that we love, to make memories with the people that are nearest to us and dearest to us, and the people that you put in our lives for us to, to reach out to and to love and show the hope of Jesus. Help us to adore you this season. Help our friends to, to be able to adore you as well. And God, I pray for those right now who they have not been adoring you at all, never. They've, they've never looked to Jesus. God, may they know right now in this moment are pleased that right now they are looking at you as they hear this message and that they hear that, that you love them so much that you God became a man as a child you grew up to live perfectly and to die the death you didn't deserve for them and then to resurrect to show your victory over sin and death for them and so God if there's anyone who's tuning in right now who's never given their life to Jesus Pray that in this moment you'd be doing something deep within their hearts, giving them a hunger and a desire to make this Christmas the first Christmas that they've ever walked in a relationship with the God of the universe who loves them and pursues them. So God, I give them to you. Do your work in our hearts this Advent season. We'll be careful to give you all the glory for what you do in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for, for jumping online with us today. And I pray that this doesn't just feel like clicking another website, but this really does feel like a gathering of God's people. And uh, God, I pray, I pray that you, you've met the Lord here. But what we're going to do uh, now is just give you the opportunity to respond whenever we gather to worship, whether in person or online. We, we hear from God in His Scripture. This is how He likes to talk to us. And so we want to respond when He speaks to us. And maybe God's spoken to you uh, this morning. Maybe you're watching this later in the week and God is speaking to you in the break room or in your car. But I want to encourage you to, to take a moment at some point and to click that connection card. First, let us know that you're here with us. You know, we just want to celebrate that you, you're here and know that we're together. 
also let us know how we can be praying for you uh, in this season. I know that season brings unique challenges, and we want to pray for you. And if you let us know specific distractions that we can pray against for you, uh, but take advantage of that card, the prayer section, the comment section there. Maybe some of you today, you're saying, hey, I want to trust in and follow Jesus today for the first time. I want to give my life to Christ. Would you let us know that? There's a spot in the, the connection card there that you can uh, click and let us know that. We want to celebrate that and send you some resources in the mail. So that's for you. Take advantage of that in just a second. Again, as Pastor Kevin said earlier, take some time in the chat as well. And then uh, what we want to do now is just give you the chance to respond, as we said, uh, with generosity. Uh, this is a season for giving uh, under the example of Jesus who gave it all to us. And so uh, last week we were able to give away uh, quite a few Thanksgiving meals to families in the area. It was just really sweet hearing the different reports of people delivering the meals and, and what came of that. It's just so fun to, to bless our, our community in this. And so we're going to continue with the spirit of generosity uh, as we uh, give to the Lord. And so uh, I just encourage you, if you want to give to help us continue the ministry, uh, we'd be so grateful for that. And if you want to give above and beyond in this season to the Christmas offering, uh, that would be great as well. So you have all month with the Christmas offering to pray about it, to see what the Lord will put in your heart, to give sacrificially and generously. We want to let our most extravagant gift uh, be to Jesus and his mission. So we invite you to that. There's going to be a link dropped in the chat here in just a moment, or you can later jump on uh, the church app and uh, click that Give uh, button down below. But thank you guys so much uh, for being here. And here's how we're going to close out and, and really just start off really this Advent season is we're going to sing, Oh Come Let Us Adore Him. So I'm going to invite the band back up here and we're going to respond in song together. But I'm just so thankful for you guys joining us today.